my property richer Everybody love him We that came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox They don't feel the name but they say the music dope dope Everybody love him We that came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox On the regular Hey everyone, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode 126. It's March already. Jesus Christ. Jake, how's it going? You know, we're marching on in 2021. Um, we are alive, so that's always good. A lot of sports to talk about. A lot of stuff I don't really care about that's not happening in sports. But with sports, I care about what's happening. So I'm ready to go. Interesting, 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 very, very interesting there. Keep marching on. But we're marching on. It's March. You were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the Niners. Obviously, it's the, the first interview we always talk about. The Santa Clara 49ers, a.k.a. the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the Jacob Salary Catch the Tribution is about $14.8 million, about $15 million. Um, there has been talks about... Um, Salary cap going up to 180. There is still no certain number Which is on. Uh, what were you saying? Which is ridiculous. How they don't know the salary cap yet. Yeah, there's just yeah, there's no certain number yet. Uh, a lot of free agents. Obviously, the uh, people can sign people. Obviously, it wouldn't go through until the new league year. But people are just waiting, right? Because there is no, the number isn't isn't defined yet. So, obviously, still waiting on that. Um, the 49ers do have a lot of uh, players in free agency. We'll see who they will sign back, who they will not. Uh, let's talk about something that actually came up uh, this morning, earlier this morning, um, a report. Uh, the 49ers reportedly called uh, the Carolina Panthers about a trade, um, including uh, their quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, for a potential backup spot to Jimmy G. Um, Jake, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, wait, you asked me a question about Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, wow, I almost fell asleep trying to think of an answer. Um, no, Teddy Bridgewater is making a shit ton of money to be a backup. Only reason I think the Niners would trade for him is if they think that Teddy Bridgewater... If Bridgewater is an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo... But I do not believe that they're going to have two quarterbacks making over $20 million on the roster unless they trade Jimmy Garoppolo in this deal or in a separate deal to get another draft pick to have Teddy Bridgewater be the starter, then draft a quarterback with their first pick in the 12th, with their first round pick at pick 12 in this upcoming draft. But Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater does not excite me one bit. Um, I think he's a, a mediocre quarterback whose athleticism limits him limits him um he's not like a stand in the pocket quarterback like garoppolo but he's not a great you know he's not like a great scrambler or not a great player that can make plays outside of uh, the play um so i think he would be basically a downgrade from garoppolo 
and I would not like that deal at all. That's my uh, that's my uh, answer to that. Interesting. I I didn't don't really understand that if he's not a quarterback that stands in the pocket, but he's also not a scrambler. Kind of iffy on that situation, but I think he's just a I think he's just a, a regular pocket quarterback. Uh, he's definitely like a game manager. We've seen that with the Saints where they went five and two with him. Um, obviously uh, signing with Carolina uh, on a two year deal. Like you said, not that exciting. Uh, and like I also said, more of a game manager, a guy who's just going to manage the game for you. Really not. Um, he's throw many touchdowns. Not throw. Uh, he's not gonna throw. He's not gonna turn over the ball uh, and stuff like that. Will run in a situation when he needs to. Obviously, uh, we've seen that uh, this season where you know he's run for a first down and stuff like that. But again, not not a huge scrambler. Um, I do agree that he's from. definitely. I do agree that he's definitely a downgrade from Jimmy G. Um, and again, I don't. I also agree that why would you trade for a quarterback who's also making twenty plus million a year and have two of those on your team, unless they are gonna trade Jimmy G. Um, and then obviously, again, like you said, draft a quarterback at 12 or move up. Um, really, yeah, really interesting. I, I don't know why they'd be calling. I mean, he's to, not, he's not good. To trade, to calling, yeah. calling the trade for a backup, which makes not a lot of sense when there are a plethora of guys in the market who you can just sign. Obviously, Josh Rosen had, had that extension. I mean, he can be a backup, obviously. Um, I don't think it's really a big priority to send for a backup quarterback right now, but um, yeah. Yeah, Bridgewater's just—I just don't understand why they're interested in Teddy Bridgewater. He's done nothing at the NFL level for me to believe that he could be the guy who can upgrade. Who he can be the guy that, unless they just say, "Hey, you know what? We're tired of Jimmy. We want something new. We'll draw, we'll get Bridgewater, then draft our quarterback to be the quarterback of the future." But other than that, this makes no sense whatsoever because Teddy Bridgewater has done, as I said, nothing in his career to prove or to have the thought to be an above-average quarterback in the NFL. He's average to below average in every sense of the word, and I would be shocked if they trade for him unless they trade Garoppolo, as I said, as we said, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on. Uh, like I said before, the 49ers have 33 players up for free agency right now. Um, what what names do you think, or would you like the 49ers to re-sign, Jake? Trent Williams, Jason Verrett, Kyle Juszczyk, K1 Williams, probably Solomon Thomas to like a one-year deal, like we're no money at all, and that's basically it. Everyone else can walk. Um, yeah, obviously I agree with uh, Trent Williams. No doubt that should be the top priority right there. Um... I also agree. I don't. It's gonna. I've seen this a lot. Um, it's gonna be hard for them. I. I've read that it's gonna be hard for them. I think they're gonna be have to choose between Jason Verrett and Quan Williams. Obviously, Quan Williams being one of the best nickel corners in the league, and Jason Verrett, you know, coming off a really pretty comeback season. Um, yeah, because you, you can. I, I think I would prefer Jason Verrett if they had yeah. to choose one. Right. Yeah, if if you, they had to choose one, I think I'd take Jason Verrett because obviously we have one corner. Uh, on the team right now. Oh, and Mosley, I want back too. Um, yeah, Mosley being a good fit. Obviously, knows the system. Jason Fred playing, you know, I, I mean, two years. Obviously, he was hurt his first year, and then, you know, playing a lot this year is great. Um, Ustrick, yes. One of the best, it is the best fullback in the league. Obviously, no, great in the system, knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, Solomon Thomas, I agree. You need that D line depth. Um, 
there. One year deal coming off an ACL tear. Yes. Uh, I'd love for them to uh, sign Harry Hyder back. Um, but he might demand a lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, coming off a really good season, uh, I think he was our sack leader. Uh, so, he might, def- uh, obviously, uh, edge position, no Nick Bosa, but we'll see how that goes. Just another name that I would like to see back. Um, huh. That's it for now. Obviously, a lot of other players are going to, I think a lot of players are going to be leaving. Uh, one big name, Dwohaski Tart. Uh, I think he already tweeted out that he, it's been real or something like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, on to new things, which is completely fine. I mean, yeah. I love that guy. Played really well. Obviously, in the Super Bowl run, played uh, well last season as well. Um, probably going to go to the Jets. Um, obviously, the connection that we talked about it before, I, I see a lot of the players who played this last season here who are free agents going to the Jets, helping Robert Solo, you know, make that uh, a place to be or uh, create the culture there rather than the 49ers have here to the Jets. So we'll see about that. Uh, anything, any, anyone else come, come to mind? Um, no, not really. Okay, for sure. Well, let's move on to something else. Um, Raheem Mostert uh, was actively trying to recruit um, former defensive tackle for Carolina Panthers, Kwan Short, who both played at Purdue. Uh, they played at, uh, at the same school. Uh, he has 32 and a half career sacks at the defensive tackle spot, but he has zero sacks in the last two years due to injury, only played five games. Would you sign him, Jake? No. I need someone who's I'm I'm done with signing people that are unless it's like for a, a very cheap contract then yeah but other than that I need I'm tired of, I I need the Niners to have people that are healthy. I can't be it, it can't be this every year where they're getting guys who well, you can do it once or twice. And it worked with Jason Verrett. That worked for them. But only five games in the last two years. This team has deal. This team deals with a ton of injuries already. As I said, only if it's for a cheap contract, then yeah. But other than that, I'd pass on it and just you know draft a guy or you know sign someone who has a little bit more of that um, who isn't who hasn't been injury prone. I should say. All right. No, I definitely agree. Um, like you can sign an injured guy. And the next thing you know, they they don't get injured while uh, their tenure with the team, right? That happens. Um, but yeah, I definitely I'm tired of and then signing injured guys and then not you know even seeing the field and stuff like that. So uh, I think it's a hard pass, and I agree. You can draft them, sign an undrafted free agent from the draft and stuff like that. You know, battle for a spot. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Um, I'm gonna list some. I'm gonna list some free agents uh, for you. Let's go one by one. Um, let's go yes and no first, and then let's talk about them individually after. Is that is that cool? Yep. All right, six free agents. Let's start with Aaron Jones. Would you sign them, yes or no? Yes. Hunter Henry? No. Matthew Judon? No. Juju Smith-Schuster? No. Corey Davis? Yes. Patrick Peterson? No. Okay. However, I'll add I'll add a name. 
Okay, add one. Jason Bouye. I say yes. You mean AJ Bouye? AJ Bouye. Jason Bouye. Jason <laughs> Verrett. I got Jason Verrett confused. AJ Bouye. <laughs> All right. Let's come back to him. Let's go back to Aaron Jones. You said yes, right? Yes. All right. Why? Well, as I said earlier in the year, the Niners need running backs who are healthy. Moster missed. I don't know how much how many games he missed, but he missed most of the last year. Um, Jamichael Hasty. He, like, he missed like six games, I think. So he missed almost half of last year. Jamichael Hasty got injured. I'm not sure how great he is. He broke um, his arm, I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. Then Jeff Wilson. I mean, Jeff Wilson's good, but Aaron Jones is better. And I think if you sign Aaron Jones, then you you finally have that top tier running back that they've been searching for. Um, although I, I doubt they would because he's going to cost a lot of money. But I would sign him personally because I think he's really good and he would help the Niners' offense. But I just doubt they'll ever sign a running back to big money again after the Jarek McKinnon fiasco. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. It's like he's a, he's a top tier running back, right? We've seen him run really well, catch it out backfield, all that good stuff. Uh, lead his team in uh, TDs. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. It's I agree that he's a great running back, but I'm with the no, not signing him. Uh, again, he's going to demand a lot of money, uh, and I believe in the philosophy of not paying a running back a lot of money. Uh, you draft him. They play well. Yeah, that short window possibly, you know, having a really good running back on your team to possibly help you win a Super Bowl. But after that, um, it's really hard because running back's a pretty brutal position to play, right? You're getting hit constantly. Um, but I definitely agree. After the Jake McKinnon fiasco, obviously he got hurt, right? Two years in a row. His third year didn't really help the team at all. And then he just says, fuck you guys. So fuck him. But um, yeah, definitely pretty. Uh, Hunter Henry, tight end, free agent. You said no, and why is that? I mean, I I, I would just draft the guy or sign Zach Ertz on a one year deal because he's gonna get released. He might want to come back home. But Hunter Henry, he's gonna cost too much money. Um, they have the sign. The Niners have the signs. We said Trent Williams, Jason Verrett, um, Kwan Williams, Emmanuel Mosley, guys like that. Which they could do if they cut three people, which we'll get into later. But Hunter Henry, I would just rather draft a guy like Brevin Jordan or someone, um, something, uh-huh. something like that, in this draft, or just sign you know Zach Ertz. For sure. All right, Matthew Judon, free agent, uh, plays edge. Which is you said no, and why is that? I I just draft the guy. You have to get you have to, you have to find cheap talent. Unless you can re-sign Kerry Hyder, Matthew Jones is going to cost, I think, a good amount of money. And I, I'd rather just start fresh with a rookie and see what you can do there. For sure. Um, I'm kind of iffy. Um, I, I would sign him uh, so that uh, Eric doesn't have to play as much edge as you would need him to. He'd stay as, you know, that three technique, that D-tackle a lot more than, you know, on – because they had to put put them on passing downs on the outside, but that's just me. Which is why um, I think the Niners might draft Quiddy Pay from Michigan in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I I don't mind signing. I don't mind drafting the edge. 
but this see, but this year I really want them to go somewhere else. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. I, I was surprised when I asked this, and you said no because um, you have been saying they should sign him, right? You have said that, right? I said I would. I said I wouldn't mind them signing, but here's my reason right. for no. But yeah, but what is your reason about saying no? Again, not enough cap room. Too much money. Rather draft a guy. Okay, but what about Corey Davis? Now you you said yesterday. I think the reason the different the reason that's different for Davis than Schuster is this. Davis won't cost as much money. He's a red zone threat. Um, the Niners need a red zone threat because they, I won't say they don't have one, but they need they. It doesn't hurt to have more. Um, He's a big body receiver, and he had he had his best year as a pro last year. And I think he's he on did. A, correct. I think he's re- I, I agree. He's, he's reaching his peak, or his peak hasn't been there yet, but he's on the way up to his peak. And I think he's going to cost a lot less than Juju Smith Schuster. So I think I think Schuster's going to get over fifteen million a year. Well, Davis probably is going to be around, you know, six to seven. And plus, if you cut these three people, we'll get into. Um, you have a lot of money to do that. But then you have other needs to do. You have, if they cut these three people, they're going to spend all that money basically on the guys they have to resign. Uh, you know, as Trent Williams stuff like that. Um, but Davis would be like a two-year, like fifteen million dollar deal, like ten or eleven dollars million guaranteed, and he'll be. And I think he'll be even better than Schuster in this system because the Niners have a lot of. The Niners need like a deep threat. Well, Schuster is more like intermediate, and they had that already with Debo and. Uh, I, Ayuk and Kittle, obviously, you know, guys who can run the intermediate routes. Um, I, I kind of like Corey Davis, uh, former top five pick in the NFL. Um, like you said, had his best year last year. Um, definitely a red zone threat. We've seen that with him. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind Corey Davis uh, being the third receiver on the team, that or even at that. Uh, but yeah. Lastly, Patrick Peterson. Um. All pro, uh, pro bowler, you know, season vet, obviously, cornerback, a position that we need. You said no. Um, why is that? Well, we have some breaking news. Oh, JJ Watt has signed with a team. Really? Yep. Who? The Arizona Cardinals. Shut the fuck up. Adam Schefter and JJ Watt said, "Sources me." <laughs> oh my fucking god! So man. he is a cardinal. Wow, that's like a team that wasn't listed. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that's a lot of people didn't think he was gonna go there, right? What yeah. did we say? We saw we said Green Bay, Buffalo, and uh, Steelers, right? Wow. Ah. Oh. Well, reuniting with D, D. Hopkins, like Shepty said, that's interesting. Also, you know what I'm, I think about that signing? I don't give a shit. He's not as good as he once was. If this was five years ago, I would be scared shitless. Now, oh, right, whatever, fine, go to the Cardinals, whatever. You know, what I'm, I don't know I'm not saying I'm scared. I'm still, he's still going to be a factor in a game. So, yeah, it's like whatever. Like, well, okay, fine, you're on the Cardinals, okay. Um, it's not like Aaron. It's like if if he was like traded to them like a couple years ago, I'd be like, oh shit, 
Well, yeah, no like, shit. Yeah. That's a couple years ago. Now it's like, <laughs> eh, all right, fine, whatever. Take the risk. I wonder how much money he's going to get. I don't know. We'll see. Two year worth. Okay, well, we already know. Two years. Two year deal with. Fuck. Two year deal worth $31 million with $23 million guaranteed. Wow. Did you want and Chandler Jones in the same team? <laughs> some, some guy said, I need a better source after JJ Watt said it. Well, after that, I think Patrick Peterson re-signed with the Cardinals, though. Why would he not? Also, the Cardinals quarterback, the Cardinals coordinator is, defensive coordinator is Vance Joseph. So he's not going to use him correctly. <laughs> um, Okay. You said non Patrick Peterson. Um, well, knowing this now, I don't think he, re- he. I don't think he signs with the 49ers. I think he signs back on a one-year deal. Um, obviously, the Cardinals do need some help on defense. They got some help with JJ Watt, but we'll see. But let's move on. Uh, you've been saying this. Let's talk about some candidates that could be possibly cut by the Niners to save some money to sign some free agents that we've talked about. Um, and possibly uh, and possibly others. Let's talk, let's talk about the biggest in the room. Obviously, it's Jimmy G. All right, we've seen this been talked about before, but we've seen you know uh, John Lynch say he's our quarterback and stuff like that. Um, but if you cut Jimmy G, you save twenty four point one million dollars. Um, as a starter, he was twenty four and nine. But we all know that quarterback wins is a key, is a skewed uh, quarterback stat. Um, and even Schefter himself predicts that Jimmy G will stay as a starter with the 49ers. Um, another name, Weston Richburg, if you cut him, center, uh, saves fifty uh, $5.3 million uh, or $8.4 million post June 1st. And then D Ford, if you cut him, saves $6.4 million, $16 million post June 1st. He's only had six and a half sacks in two seasons and didn't even play last season. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm, I'm for sure cutting Rich Burke and D Ford. However, the only reason the Niners can't, the only reason that if the Niners could cut D Ford is that if he passes his you know, physical, unless they're on the hook for $11 million this season for him. But I'm cutting both of them and Garoppolo, unless I can get. <laughs> If I can, if I can draft like a Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, uh, then I then I'm getting rid of Garoppolo and signing like you know maybe Alex Smith or Ryan Fitzpatrick to a one year deal so they help until the rookie's ready. Then so you have you have more room to sign other people. Uh, but I would probably trade Garoppolo, um, but cut Richburg and Ford. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one thing I I don't see them do. I, I think they kept Jimmy. Um, like we've talked about it before. They keep Jimmy. They still drop the quarterback. Um, they ride Jimmy out until they're like, well, fuck it. Let's put the rookie in, whoever it's going to be, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, names that are possibly going to slip in the draft. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what they do. We'll see if that happens. I mentioned Trey Lance, and I've seen this today as well. His draft stock is slipping. I according okay, according well, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. according to a coach, we don't know who that is. Yeah. It could be an assistant. It could be some scrub. 
We all know that the FCS did not. Uh, they're actually playing right now. Currently, like they're playing their season right now. Um, but Trinidad only played one game in the fall. It wasn't that great. Yeah, but. But the year before he went off, yeah. right? Would you draft him? If he slips to 12, you don't have to draft. You don't have to. Obviously, there's a bunch of scenarios, right? Of people, oh, he's slipping. Oh, I can, you know, you never know, right? You would do it, right? Um, and immediately. I think he has a chance to be the second best quarterback in this draft. Um, he, he's the coach who said that his sock is slipping. I think that's a coach whose team wants him. So he's just trying to say that so they can draft right. him. So um, they can draft him, uh-huh. But I think Trey Lance is going to be the second-best quarterback in this draft. Um, he reminds me of Josh Allen in a way where Josh Allen coming out was you know, his project. But right. Trey, Lance is, Trey Lance is better than him in college and more you know, NFL-ready than Josh Allen was. And I think Trey Lance is the – I would be ecstatic if the Niners drafted Trey Lance. And I think he can start day one too if they need to. But I think they will probably just have a – have him back up for a couple weeks. That's why you sign Ryan Fitz, a Ryan Fitzpatrick type. So he's not going to make a ton of money like Jimmy G would be. Then you have Trey Lance, you know, Trey Lance, then Fitzpatrick, then Josh Rosen as your three quarterbacks. I mean, I think Trey Lance is a great quarterback prospect who's going to be really good at NFL. I'd be, I'd be really excited if they drafted Trey Lance. Um, like you said, great product coming out of college, obviously the FCS, um, but we've seen great passer, great runner, 40 total TDs one year, um, limited interceptions, and a pro-style offense at North Dakota State. So, I mean, I'd be really excited. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Let's talk about some NFL news. Um, we talked about it before, but they raised the cap to 180. We'll really see if they did. Uh, there's still no definitive cap, and it's really annoying. Uh, the free agent signing should be happening soon, um, but we'll see. The new league, the new league year is coming up. Uh, Jake mentioned it before. Alex Smith uh, is going to is 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 cut or going to be cut by the uh, Washington Football Team. Um, possibly back up somewhere. Possibly back up here. Back at the 49ers. We'll see. Um, one of the biggest things that's been talking about so far is Russell Wilson has not demanded or asked for a trade. <laughs> but he's given four teams that he'd happily accept to be traded to. Um, one being the Raiders, another one being the Bears. Um, so I forget the other two. Do you know who the other two are, Jake? I can't remember. Cow- um, Raiders? I already said that one. Cowboys, you were going to say Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys being another one. Um, um, Raiders, Saints. Cowboys. Bears. Saints. I can't think of Saints. Yeah, Saints. I think the Seahawks would be dumb as fuck if they traded him away, but I'd be happy. Yep, I hope they do trade him away. (laughs) Um, I saw something. I saw uh, a stat. Pete Carroll without Russell Wilson. Pretty shitty record with Russell Wilson. Pretty amazing record. Um, obviously, they've obviously butted head on how the offense has been holding up. They can't protect them. Uh, offensive line is ass. I've seen people say they should 
fire Pete Carroll first before they, should, they would ever trade Russell Wilson. Do you agree on that? Yeah, but I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hope they trade Russell Wilson as well. Get him the fuck out of fucking. Get him out of the fucking NFC West. Texans won't trade Deshaun. Probably not. Um, the Texans have been saying they're not going to trade him. Blah blah blah. Uh, Deshaun Watson has gone on record already saying that he's not going to. He's going to set up regular season games. He's 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 done. He's not playing for the Texans ever again. Yeah. Well, why don't the Texans just fucking trade him? Is there something else? Something else happened? Huh? Oh, I thought you were going to say some breaking news again. No, like my no, phone, no, no, my no. phone, uh, my phone also buzzed right when you said said something. No. Um, just fucking trade the guy already. Texans. That he doesn't want to be there. Fuck you and your shit organization. Just get him out. Yeah. Niners? Question mark. Yeah, I would love him on the Niners. But you know what I do if I'm the Texans? What would you do? You want to leave? <laughs> Sorry, you're not. <laughs> you're staying. Like, I don't give a damn if you want to leave. Great. Congrats. Sit out if you want. You won't get paid your money next year. Yeah, he'll get fined, right? Yeah. We'll save money. So, we keep you. You lose money. We're not trading you for nothing. So, suck it up. Get ready to play. That's what I do if I was the Texans. Now, I agree that they should trade him. But, I wouldn't trade him, if that makes sense. Just trade the guy. Yeah, as a player or as a, let's say if I was like an agent, I would want him traded, yeah. If I was the GM of the Texans, I'd be no, you're not getting traded. I don't care. Suck it up. Get back here. You signed a contract. You're staying here. Don't care if you want to go. You're not. Figure it out. That's what I would do if I was the Texans. But Figure it out, huh? Yeah. Mm, don't know about that one. Figure it figure out. Figure it out because the Texans can't figure it out themselves. So That's true. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know how they're going to figure it out. Unless they have that COVID opt-out for this season too. So I think you still get paid. So you can say I'm not playing because of COVID. Even though, he's, even though we all know he's not playing because they suck. He doesn't <laughs> want to be there. But that's what I would do. But if I'm the Texans, as I said, sorry. <laughs> You're not going anywhere, buddy. <laughs> you want imagine, to get, imagine if he retired. You want to get traded? <laughs> glog, glog, glog. Good one, buddy. Yeah. Drive on over to the facility, get in the weight room, start studying film. Because you're not getting dealt. Because I don't even know what teams would trade for him. A lot of teams? But no, no the I mean, like. The price is probably way too high. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, what would the asking price be? Like, four first rounders? A good offensive player, a good young defensive player, multiple second and third round picks. Like how much? How much is? When does it become too much to trade for him? I don't know. But get him out of Houston. Let's move on. Um, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore contract extension talks. Two years left on this deal. We'll make. We'll be making one point seven seven million uh, in twenty twenty one. They're not close at all. Are you extending Lamar Jackson? You're you're not extending Lamar Jackson. Let's just put it out that you're you're not doing it. Yeah, teams don't only really sign uh, running backs to big money deals anymore. <laughs> and uh, and um, I just think that 
why would you sign a running back to over two hundred million dollars? That makes no sense. So I think it's better. I think it's best to maybe look to trade him. Nah, I don't know about trading him. But in all seriousness, on all seriousness though, um, I think he's the guy in this draft from this draft class who's the who's least likely to get a big time contract from his team. If that makes like you know Josh Allen, uh, Baker Mayfield has been who was really good last year. Um. Although I think Lamar is not as bad as everyone thinks he is, um, he's good. He's a good regular season quarterback, but he hasn't he hasn't proved it in the playoffs yet. He won one game. And everyone thought, "Oh my God, he fixed it. He figured it out." Next week, he got he didn't play well at all, and they lost. But yeah, in the regular um, season, he's MVP. He's top yeah. top ten. But it comes a balance between. Do you pay a quarterback like him, who, although he's great, has his downfalls? Who isn't a great passer, but is a great runner? Will he age well? Uh, that's the, that's the, that's the questions they have to answer. I think I, I think you I think I think they should resign him. Um, needs a lot of help, not a lot of help, but needs a big time receiver. I think we've seen names yes. that are, uh, have gone out. Uh, Alan Robinson being one of them. You know what the beautiful thing um, is? You don't have to sign him yet because you have his fifth year option. You can, yeah, so yeah. it's 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 it's. I mean, he can. There's no way he. Cool. There's extension. There's extension talks now. Um, it's 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 fine that they're having talks, right? But you don't have to sign him to extension right now, like no. you said. You, you don't have to. Plus, you can give him. Let's say you sign a big time receiver and you get. You get you sign you sign a big time receiver. You draft the receiver. Maybe you get another running back. You give him at least one year where he has some more weapons, and see how he does. If he plays and well, see how then he you does. sign him. Yeah. If he doesn't play well, then you don't. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get. At. I mean, if you need, need something more, I mean, release need isn't going to help you a lot. No. Um, obviously, we've seen Hollywood Brown. He's been injured, um, but let's see how he does year three. Um, you have. Uh, Obviously, Mark Ingram uh, is gone. You have, uh, but you have J.K. Dobbins, who's pretty good running back. I think he's going to be uh, somewhat. He, he looks somewhat functional in this offense. Uh, not somewhat, but he looks functional in this offense to help uh, the, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, who the fuck is their fucking tight end? I can't fucking remember his name. For who? Oh, um, they have two. No, but uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Um, is Hayden Hurst the other one? No, Hayden Hurst is in Atlanta now. Well, they did have two. Is it is it is it Nick Boyle? It's Nick Boyle, but he's more of a blocking tight end. Uh, but obviously, you have Mark Andrews, like I said, red zone threat. Um, you have him, J.K. Dobbins. You add a big time receiver or draft a big time receiver um, who can help the offense immediately. We'll see how that goes. I think they go in free agency and they pick someone up. Juju Smith Schuster, who we mentioned, Corey Davis, possibly Allen Robinson, who's a who's a free agent. Also, they can draft a. Receiver in the first round, like um, Kadarius Tony, who's a speed guy who's really good. Um, Jason Bateman out of Minnesota, because yeah. obviously they're drafting low. Rashad they're Bateman, still, not they're the still they, yeah, not Jason Bateman from Ozarks. Excuse me. Um, obviously, there's a lot of depth in this receiver core again. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I definitely agree with what you said. They don't have to send to extension. They can give him one more year. You add the weapons. We'll see how he does then. If he does good, then you send him to extension. If not, you, you can still pick up his fifth-year option, and if he doesn't want to play, then you trade him, right? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. 
Holy shit, I didn't know. This year's gone by so fast that I didn't realize free agency starts in a couple weeks. Yeah, I've been saying that the new league year starts soon. That's crazy. Yeah, it starts in March. Also, I think... Okay, well... Oh, also, no, run, no, run. Are we good on NFL? You want to add something or no? Well, for the Giants... I mean, the Giants. The Niners. I do want to talk about... It. I thought of another for a couple free agents to talk about. They're on the offensive line. Alex Mack, Corey Lindsey, and I think... What's his name? Austin Blythe from the Rams. Which one would you want more? Probably Lindsey. That's if we cut Russell Richburg, which I think we will. Yes. Because um, he plays he plays center. Alex Mack is a little bit old, but he's, you know, he's played with Shani. He knows, uh, you know, how the... Uh, the zone run and everything that, you know, probably going to be a good leader in the locker room. I think it would be Corey Lindsey, though. Uh, obviously, Green Bay running this very similar offense with the 49ers, too, with that zone run. Um, yeah. You need a good center in this kind of offense. Yeah, Corey Lindsey, I think, is the best option. Alex Mack yes. is really good, too. He played at Cal, played with Shanahan. So he might want to come home for his last couple seasons. He was really, He's really good. But I think Corey Lindsey, if they get if the Niners get Corey Lindsey, re-sign Trent Williams, um, maybe draft a offensive lineman in round one with um, Rashawn Slater. You can play him at guard. Um, yeah. Or round two with Dylan Rad Radnose from North Dakota State, who is like a Joe Staley disciple. Um, maybe draft him as well. You can fix this offensive line pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. All starting with, you know, if we sign, hopefully we sign Trent Williams, obviously, Lincoln Thompson. Um, I like Lincoln Thompson, especially yeah. in the run game. Uh, that left side, of, uh, they, 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 we've seen him running to the left side, doing really well. Um, Mike McClinchkey, still a huge liability. Or maybe know. trade up for Panay Sewell and just move McClinchkey. <clears throat> God damn. Or move McClinchkey to right guard. You know he's at 21 until this, the, like, the football season starts. Yeah, he's young. Until October. He's still 20 years old. You get, I think. I think and, he's, and he is the best offensive tackle in this draft. That's insane. I do think, though, the Niners moved. If McClinchkey got moved to right guard, he would be an all pro. I, 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 I wouldn't say all pro, but I think he'd be. Possibly, maybe better. Plus, before last year, I, I, he was I really think good. he needs a lot more help on that right side. I just um, think if you, if you move him inside, yeah. like you said, and you add a right, obviously you add whoever right tackles there. He doesn't have to much worry about being much on an island. But I don't know. I Man, I give I got I kind of give him a pass for last year because he he lost a lot of weight. Um, maybe, maybe not a pass, but. He was good the year before. He was good his rookie year. He just had a bad year last year. He, I think he lost too much weight. If he gains more weight, he's still an elite run blocker. Um, I still think he's really good. Um, maybe he has a Garrett Bowles type comeback. Like remember Garrett Bowles in the Broncos? He was terrible for every year in his career. Yeah, now he's, he's pretty good. Penalties now. every single time. He lead the league in penalties from an offensive lineman spot. Then one year it just all clicked, became an all pro. I think McGlinchey's going to have that type of season next year. Maybe not all pro, but you know what I mean. I fucking hope so. I fucking hope so, dude. All right. I fucking hope so. All right. But yeah, I mean, God, I, I just I just expected him 
to be really good this season, but he just wasn't. But we'll see, like you said. Maybe he clicked this upcoming season. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about the Warriors in the NBA. Um, the Warriors went 4-3 and three the last seven games in February. Um, lost to the Lakers yesterday. Uh, they currently hold the eighth seed in the West. Also, in yesterday's game, Draymond exited the game early with an ankle injury. Uh, I seen that he, he said that he seems to be fine. Uh, we'll see about that. Um, one thing that happened yesterday is we've seen this in the league a lot. Steph going for a shot, using his body, jumping into the defender. Big incident with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Like, what's he getting mad at? I think what happened was that they were talking, then the the other teammates who got involved escalated more to the situation. Right. I think Schroeder and Steph are just talking like, Schroeder's like, come on, man, it's a foul. I was like, what do you mean? I just did what I, I did. I did what's legal. And they were talking. Right. Then the other teammates thought they were talking. Like they weren't like talking like the other teammates thought it was going to be more than what it was. Then when they all came to the one spot, then it kind of escalated. But Schroeder and Steph, I think they were fine with each other. Um, I don't know what Schroeder's getting mad at. Uh, one thing. Because it was it, an offensive it, foul. It's, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, Steph lifted his elbow, right? Hit him in the face. And plus, if you get hit in the face with you know? an elbow, you're talking mad to anyone, no matter what. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> mad to anyone, no matter what. Um, I think he calmed down, but all the teammates were there, and it kind of escalated. They, they need to fix this. They, yeah, it's not a foul. They need to fix it, right? The, the, not the NFL. The NBA needs to fix this. It shouldn't be a foul. It's so fucking stupid. If you, stop looking for those kinds of fouls. It doesn't make any sense. I, I, I hate it. You know? It, it's it's really fucking stupid. That's really all that happened. I think it's the dumbest thing you could do as an offensive player is jumping into a a defender making a shooting foul and going to the line. But I don't blame I don't blame the players. I blame the ref. Stop calling it. Stop calling it. I'm gonna take the dog around the block then I'm gonna leave right here. Alright, Sue. See you later. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's what all I have. Um well, she's gonna be in the episode, so I'm not cutting that out. They just turned the door too. Oh, yeah, the dog. Lucy? Oh, my God. Then why did they shut the door? <laughs> Whatever. And now I'm doing... <sighs> fuck it, I'm not cutting shit up. Too much work. No, fuck it. Uh, the Warriors play the Treble Warriors next. Um, they play Wednesday, so they had a little two-day break. Good, um, they need that break, because yesterday was a shit show. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at work. I saw some highlights. Of- I turned it off. Did not look in the good second quarter. Yep, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> okay, uh, NBA talk is like the only thing we have to talk about. Victor Oladipo declines extension with to stay with the Houston Warriors. Uh, Houston Warriors, Houston Rockets. Why the fuck would you want to stay with the Rockets? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even yeah. care about Victor Oladipo to be honest. Um, I think Victor Oladipo is a pretty good player. Yeah, I just um, don't think he's going to help you win a championship. No, but I still, like I said, he's still a pretty good player. But uh, he can he can go sign somewhere else. <laughs> They've lost a lot of games in a row, I think, too. The Rockets, yeah. Uh, Sharks, NHL. Uh, Sharks are ass. Moving on. What do you mean? A loss is a win, dude. I'm trying to get number one pick. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it again. Sharks are ass. They can get the number one pick. That'd be great. Sharks are ass. Speaking to existence, number one pick. They're they're pretty bad. Talk about some golf. Watch some golf this weekend. Uh, Colin Marikawa, Berkeley alum, 
Kepka. Kepka. Uh, Colin Marikawa with his fourth at PGA Tour event. Uh, finished the week. Uh, finished the workday championship. Minus eighteen overall. Um, God damn. He jumped. That that that's uh, in four days, Jake. Not just. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that I got a birdie every day. So like, Jesus, it's, uh, this guy's cracked. He went to Cal too, so he's they, a good they, there. Yeah, I mentioned that already. He went to Berkeley. Oh. He made the cut. He played three days. Uh, that's that's three days worth of uh, playing minus eighteen. Uh, I think the next closest person was fifteen or minus fifteen, so he won by three. Big, uh, good for him. Joins Tiger as the only two to win a major before turning twenty-five. Some pretty good company to be in. Hallmark Cow shouts out. Um, yep. I mean, talk about the Giants now. Actually, back to JJ Watt. I'm I'm laughing so hard on the reaction on Twitter. Everyone thinks he's an all pro from. 2015 when he's been pretty bad I'm not no that, that's not fair never mind he's not been bad he's not been as great but also cliff kingsbury and vance joseph are the two worst coaches is the worst coaching combination in the nfl i think uh they're overrated not good enough and overhyped so it's gonna be fun to watch the cardinals go eight and eight again but back to the giants now it is a fun it is a fun day but first Giants played their first spring training game yesterday. They lost 5-2, to two, but who gives a shit? It's spring training. What I give a shit about is the prospects. But first, they play today versus the Rangers. But yesterday, some prospects made their spring training debuts. And some of them... Or... And some of them... Fuck. Are you good? Yeah, I was. I muted myself for a second. My mom was talking to me. Okay. But yes, it's prospect time. I do this every year. Well, I forget the first year I did it. But now, top five Giants prospects. Top ten will be on Instagram later today. But I'll give you five. Number five. Should I go into detail about him or wait for the Instagram to go into detail? No, go go into much detail as you want. <clears throat> All right. Number five rated prospect in the Giants system. Short and sweet, system. though, okay? Yes, number five the, rated prospect. Hit the hard-hitting points. Here. In the Giants system, in my eyes, is Alexander Canario. Let me write this down. I don't want – no, I want that to be five. Alex Canario, outfielder from the, I believe, the Dominican, Dominican Republic. He's 20 years old. And he's going to be coming up, maybe not this year, but if he has a big year in the minors, seemingly there is minor league baseball this year, which I think there is. Um, if he gets to double A during this season, I think there's a good shot to be up next year. And I think he's going to be really good. He's a power hitting outfielder, plays center, can play center. Hit a lot of home runs in about 40 games in his first year in full season baseball in 2019. And he's a good talent. Number four. Another outfielder, Luis Matos. He is 19 years old. All right, I think, he, yeah, he's 19 years old. His first year was when he was 17 when he played for the Giants Dominican Summer League team in the Arizona, Summer, in the Arizona League team as well. 
where as a 17-year-old, he batted over, I believe he batted over 400 in the Arizona Fall League. He hit seven home runs, over 70 RBIs. He's at 17. He is a guy who a lot of people talk about, but he's on that He's not on the same level as Luciano, but he's he's really good. He's better. He's he has he's more he's more of a center fielder than Canario is. Um, so I think Canario's going to grow out of that and go to left or right field. But Matos and Canario as your outfielders are pretty good. But there's going to be another outfielder on this list. But before that, we go to number three, and this is the first pitcher and the only pitcher in the top five. His name is Seth Corey, left-handed pitcher. Third-round pick, I believe, in 2017 out of Utah. There was 95 miles per hour from the left-hand side. Led baseball in the minor leagues in 2019 with a 1.7 ERA. Strikes out a ton of batters. Does walk some people, but in his last couple starts in 2019, he got that down and pitched really good. He's a top 100 prospect, and he's very good as well. But top 100 prospects doesn't matter because that's not my list. That's someone else's list. But my list, he's the number third Giants prospect. He's going to be really good. Um, he's probably going to start the year in high single A this season. And the Giants said that they're not afraid to advance guys up the levels quickly if they if they prove they can play there. So I think if he finishes this year in AAA, he'll be on the team at some point next season. Moving on. Number four. Another outfielder. Helio Ramos. 2017 first round draft pick. He is 20 years old. I think this is the year he makes... Not He's not going to make the team out of spring training, but he's going to be called up to play during this season. And Helio Ramos... Plays, is going to be is a center fielder, probably played her his first couple of years, but will grow out, move to left or right field. He's going to hit pretty well. He's going to be a good at bat, and he's going to be very good too. So he's my number. F- Actually, you know what? He's my number two prospect. Number one. Now I know now the guy. There's going to be a guy that's, who's not on this list. You're going to be wondering why is he not on this list? Well, because this this is a list where. If you have major league experience, if you played a game in the majors, you can't be on the top prospect list because prospects to me are people who haven't played in the majors. So that's why Joey Bart is not on this list. But if he was, he would be number two, and we'll move everyone up after that. But or everyone back a spot. But time for the crown jewel. We talked about him a lot. My number one Giants prospect is Marco Luciano. He's 19 years old. As a 17-year-old in the Arizona League and Salem and Z- and Salem Kaiser, which is the low single A team, which isn't the team anymore because they're not there anymore. But as a 17-year-old, he batted over 300 with over 11 home runs, 40 RBIs in 44 games. He is going to be he's the Giants' best prospect, I think, in a, since Buster Posey. I think he's even a better prospect than Buster Posey was. We saw how good Buster Posey is, but Mark Luciano, I think, has a chance to be the best player in baseball. He's the, he's the, he's the chance to be the best prospect in baseball, and he also has a chance to be the best player in baseball. 
pretty quickly once he gets up. Think Fernando Tatis Jr. on the Padres. Think that. But Mark Luciano has an even higher ceiling than Fernando Tatis, who's going to be an MVP at one point. But Mark Luciano is going to be a shortstop. And he might go to third base or left field if he grows out of shortstop because he's 6'2", I think 195 at 19 years old. Uh, so he's a he's pretty uh he is a pre- he's pretty uh, well built some shall say um he plays shortstop he's gonna hit over 300 at his peak is gonna be over three 340 homers 100 rbis yearly annually um marco luciano is gonna be a superstar he's gonna be a superstar very quickly and i think that he's gonna start in uh high single a in eugene oregon um, he'll play there, and I think there's a shot that he can be in AAA and be ready for the majors by maybe September of this year if he plays extremely well, which probably won't happen. Um, but by next year, I think he's going to be in the majors. And that is my top five Giants prospect list. We do have the top six through ten, which will be on Instagram later, which probably I should have done. Yes, which is probably what I should have done here and did the top five for later, but fuck it. That's my top five. The end it again. Top five. Um, number five is Alex Canario, outfielder. Number four, Luis Matos, outfielder. Number three, Seth Corey, left-handed pitcher. Number four, Hilia Ramos, outfielder. Number five, Marco Luciano, shortstop. That's my top five Giants prospects. Sounds like a great fucking list. Uh, Jake said, six to ten on Instagram and on Twitter. I'll let you guys know where to follow. Let's talk about the A's. I got two things down here. A's lose to the Dodgers, uh, two to two to one in seven, in seven innings. Uh, obviously, like Jake said, this spring training games not a big fucking deal. Uh, they play the Reds today. I think I think at twelve. Uh, we, we shall see. I don't really watch any of these games. Uh, our boy Nick Gilfillan was supposed to be here, but didn't text us. So well, he's banned. Um, he's banned. Nah, he'll be back on for more Ace talk. Probably when the season the starts. Exactly. <laughs> we do oh, yeah. our um, preview of the season. Absolutely. You have anything else to add, Jake? Um, no, that's it. All right, perfect. Thanks for listening to the BA Podcast with your host, James, with Jake, episode 126. Follow us on Instagram, at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the SoundCloud app. Follow us on the Spotify app. And subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. You have to times again in the system. Electric Glenn will be in the industry for the past 37 months. We have a Top Dungeon Podcast Worldwide. We will take Top Dungeon Podcast Sports and Recreation. As you know, and we know, we should be starting to be a podcast. With Top Dungeon Podcast Worldwide, do that, we'll give you a high five. Also, get us to 300 followers. And I did see we lost a follower yesterday. So whoever unfollowed us, fuck you. Yeah, whoever unfollowed us, we were at 295 and we were at 294. Fuck you. Yep. That's all that for this episode, followers. James. You were in a parking lot earlier. That's why I know you. Verdonsk. Verdonsk. Twitch.tv backslash jfran underscore 95. See ya.